Welcome back to the ADW Profile Podcast. I'm Casey. I'm Tim. And today we are diving into the aspect of self-reflection. Self-reflection. So Tim, what do we need to know about this aspect of self-reflection? Self-reflection is part of the self-concept family of personality. And we'll dig into that, but there's a shift from the big five into the self-concept family and that it's a part of a deeper level of how we understand ourselves, part of the self-concept family. If you're following along with the cyplex, it actually contributes to the conceptual thinking vector of how we think. So it's part of the conceptual thinking vector in the cyplex. And its system strength is introspector introspector. And again, as a reminder, the system strength is the most effective expression of a particular aspect, system strength of introspector. And as I said a little bit earlier, self-concept is a different family than traits and patterns. It's actually kind of a deeper part of personality and who we are. And it's more of a state than it is a trait. And Casey, why is that important? to remember yeah it's a a really important distinction because you know i think as most folks are probably have some awareness of traits things the big five openness conscientiousness extroversion all those kind of big factors of personality we call those traits and one thing about that is they tend to be pretty stable over time once do, yeah. you, yeah. once you, that's kind of settled into your personality and kind of late adolescence, it's not likely to change much. Our behavior can change, but sort of our internal tendencies stay pretty consistent over time. Self-concept, though, which is basically this idea of how I'm thinking about myself, sort of that self-self-relationship, mm. that is not stable over time. No. Right? So we respond to big life changes and circumstances and certainly our level of self-confidence and and all of these things that we talked about in the self-concept family episode, they absolutely change uh, or can change. I mean, they don't have to, but, but they certainly can change over time. And I think that's really important to constantly remind ourselves because, yeah. you know, sometimes if people look at their report and maybe they see a particular score on one of their self-concept scales, it's a snapshot of where you're at right Right. now. Uh, And in fact, we as people have a lot of agency, if you will, for having an impact on our self-concept. And it really starts with this aspect of self-reflection. Self-reflection. So far to the right on this aspect is high self-reflection. And in its most pure form, it's simply asking the question, how was I in that moment? And spending time thinking about how I was in the last moment and putting energy into it. So if we're far to the right on this, we actually put a fair amount of psychological energy into reflecting on myself. Far to the left side, 
called externalizing. And we put less energy into reflecting on how I was. We kind of tend to, if we're far to the left, maybe go from moment to moment and, and think about the next one and kind of put our psychological energy or resources into kind of thinking about what was out there, external from myself. So those are really the most pure descriptions of the two sides of and I the think aspect. What I like what you said several times there, because it's what I think about so often when I think about self-reflection, this aspect in particular, it's this idea of how much time and energy do I put into this activity? This is yeah. really an activity, right? It's a mental activity. Yeah. Absolutely. So if I'm yep. far to the right, just to reiterate again, um, not to steal what you just said, but if you're far to the right, I'm putting a lot of time and energy into thinking about what just happened and what that yep. was like. Far to the left, I don't put much energy into that yeah. or time. Yeah. So I want to not yeah. steal what you said, but I want to say what you said again, because I think it can be really helpful to the listeners. It, these are mental activities. Yeah. And so, again, as we're kind of layering this together, it's a snapshot of currently how much am I engaging in this particular mental activity around how I think about myself? Yeah. So let's recognize um, the, the effective aspects of either side of, of this particular aspect. What do we, let's recognize self-reflection, that high self-reflection. What do you see? Yeah, so far to the right side, some of the helpful things about engaging in this mental activity, we consider our impact on others. We consider how we impacted other people. We also think about how we might be more effective in the next situation. How might I do something a little different, right? How might I be more effective next time, right? So we're actually taking our past experience and we're, we're working on learning from it. Yeah. And then ultimately engaging in this mental activity helps us cultivate a deeper sense of self-awareness actually helps us cultivate a deeper sense of others' awareness and a deeper sense of intentionality. Yeah, I think that's important. It, it really does, well, let me say it this way. It is an essential ingredient in mm. developing self-awareness. Yeah. To be sure, not the only one. No. Uh, it's an, because yeah. if that's our only source of self-awareness, right, we, we could be getting it wrong. Because we're, we're just right. taking our own perceptions and thinking. But but yeah. it is uh, an essential, essential ingredient. Yeah. How about, and I think most people probably get, you know, on balance, it is really good, if you will, to reflect. Mm -hmm. Not always. Right. What, what are some of the, you know, more effective elements or, or manifestation of less reflection? I think it's important to acknowledge here if, a, if, if you're far to the left on externalizing, that doesn't mean that you're not self-aware. It doesn't mean that you aren't able to develop your self-awareness, but it is an indicator perhaps of how much energy you are putting into this activity of, of reflection at the time. But what can be helpful about far to the left is we're not likely to ruminate or get stuck kind of in our own head. Right. Right, we can move on to the next situation yep. and be present in it and focused on it 
and we're not lost in our head. So yeah. not likely to ruminate. We might not get stuck thinking about the past. Yeah. Right. There is a, a, a time and a place, but we can get stuck sometimes thinking about the past. And so if we're far to the left, we might not likely get stuck there. And also what can be helpful too is it's we're not likely to own what isn't ours, right? right. So we go back to those mindset questions, right? That's Am I, one. yeah, Am I taking ownership over what's mine and letting go of what I can't control? And so if we're far to the left on externalizing, we're not likely to get into other people's stuff and try to own it. So we kind of move on from there. Yeah, and and I, I think something that I forgot to mention earlier just to reiterate this idea that these are, this is where we're at right now. And so we might find ourselves in a period of time where we're, we are reflecting less. We are thinking Mm -hmm. about ourselves and our situation less, more externalizing, if you will. There's always a reason for that. Yeah. Right. So, and we're not, we can't go through all of them because there's countless reasons that we might get to a spot where we're just not spending as much time effectively reflecting mm-hmm. about ourselves and our experience. And, and that can range, right, from, quite frankly, experiencing some trauma, and therefore it's actually a little too too much to, to go yeah. there right now. I just need to kind of put all that to the side for a moment. All the way to the other extreme, which is, you know, a lot of us, actually have the privilege of not having to reflect, right? Right. We can kind of go about our day and live on quote unquote autopilot um, pretty successfully and effectively. Mm -hmm. And so there's a, there's a fair amount of privilege in that regard as well from time to time. So just to, to add to that, you know, there's so many reasons that we might find ourselves Mm -hmm. in a spot where we're externalizing. Uh, And sometimes it's actually fairly protective. Yeah. So we've looked at kind of the the effective sides of, of the effective behaviors of each of these. Let's go a little bit deeper now. And as one deepens one's self-awareness, others in awareness and intentionality, particularly around the self-concept, we talk about revealing, right? Which is revealing mm-hmm. to ourselves and then others kind of a deeper level of understanding. So as we think about revealing and being curious about our level of self-reflection and externalizing, what comes up for you? As I think about the far right side, so spending a lot of time in that mental activity of thinking of self and how I was, a distinction is, and we use it already, but it's, there's a dis- distinction between reflecting and ruminating, mm-hmm. right? We can get maybe stuck ruminating and lost in our head and particularly if it was a situation that we were disrupted in or didn't feel the best about we might our empathy might run overboard and over time and we might really worry about oh my goodness how was i did i offend someone and we can get lost in that rumination and that's when this self-reflection can kind of take a life of its own and not be all that productive Mm-hmm. And so a really helpful kind of way to check that is to ask ourselves the question, okay, what's the evidence that I have outside of myself Yes, to reach the conclusion I'm maybe reaching? 
what's the evidence I have outside of my experience, right? Yeah. Asking the question, how was I? How did I impact others? It's a very conceptual kind of place to be. And we can ground ourselves into some reality when we ask that question. What's the evidence outside of myself that I have for this potential I, conclusion I'm drawing? Well, it, it sort of um, relates to what we said a bit ago, which is reflection is one sort of path toward increased yeah. self-awareness. But if we just sit in our own self-reflection and never get any other feedback, never get any mm -hmm. other external information, right. whether that's from someone else's perspective, whether it's objective data, whatever the case may be, we could be totally off, right? Yes. And, and so it is. <laughs> it brings that in like, okay, what evidence do I have right. for this conclusion that I'm making about myself? Yeah. Another thing we can ask ourselves is, What's helpful about this thought? Totally. What's helpful about what I'm thinking about right now? Right? We can speaking as a high reflector, right? That's a helpful question to ask myself and is what's helpful about what I'm doing right now? And we know that we're really leveraging this mental activity when we are able to stay in that helpful place. Yeah. That's when yeah, it's I really useful. I think within that sort of related to everything you were just saying there, one of the reasons we know that maybe we're sort of over reflecting, if you will, I don't love to use that over as in a qualifier much, but you know, mm -hmm. getting stuck in our head um, yeah. is it's, it's more difficult to be present to the moment, right? Yeah. Cause we're, our thoughts are elsewhere. Um, yeah. About maybe what happened yesterday. And, and so to bring in that question, okay, is this helpful right now to be yeah. thinking about that given, given the present task? So what about, you know, for, for the higher externalizing folks on the other side, there's always a balance with all of this, of course, but mm -hmm. I think sometimes what can be going on there, again, we've talked about, there's many reasons we might get to that higher externalizing or less reflective point. Mm -hmm. But then it can get to a spot of, okay, well, I want to get back to being more reflective. How do I even do that? What does yeah. that look like? Well, one thing to think about is what is it like to think about yourself? Mm. What's it actually like? And that can help kind of get us to the place of maybe exploring perhaps why externalizing has been why why i've used it so much right what's it actually like to think about myself and how i was and you know going to use the emotion word what emotions come up mm -hmm. when i start thinking about myself and about how i was and so a practice to engage in is to to spend time wondering about yourself yeah spend time wondering about yourself and when we talk about that, we go back to the model, right? So wonder about how I felt, how I was kind of looking in, what was my lived experience of the moment, spend time wondering about how I was impacting others, consider some basic curiosity, some empathy, right? Mm -hmm. 
you know, how are those people who are very different from me? What might be all the wonderful things about those differences, right? That level three, then kind of get to how present was I in the moment, right? How much was I able to kind of access what the next right thing was? So when we say spend time wondering about yourself, do it in those three buckets, self-awareness, others' awareness, and intentionality. And then just to kind of round that out, within those three buckets, I think it can be helpful to, to even put further structure around that by thinking mm-hmm. about the four dimensions of knowing, right? Yeah. So, so as you're thinking about yourself, well, then, well, how do I do that? Well, think about your four dimensions. So thinking, feeling, feeling. physically, feeling emotionally, and, and spiritually. What are you feeling connected to or not? And mm-hmm. you can apply that sort of structure um, to, to others and intentionality as well. Self-reflection. Mm. It's a good thing. Mm-hmm. When it feels like it needs a qualifier, though. When done in... When it's good. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say moderation, but it's not uh, like, it's not like, you know. Yeah. I don't, most people aren't likely to reflect too much, but sure. it, it, it can, it can get to that point when there's a stuckness mm. and, you know, we're kind of ruminating and thinking over. So um, bringing in those tips that you talked about, I think are quite helpful. Yeah. So just to summarize, what's the evidence I have for these thoughts? What's helpful about these thoughts? Ultimately getting to the big question of how was I? How was I? Self-reflection is the act of asking that question. And then once you have sat with that, you get to be a lot more intentional Mm -hmm. about how you want to be next time, which is kind of what it all comes down to. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I think we've explored self-awareness. What do you think? I would say so. So maybe we'll leave it there uh, for today, and uh, we'll be back even before you know it with another exploration of an aspect of the ADW profile. So in the meantime, get that self-awareness. Stay curious. (laughs) 